All right, so we'd like to welcome everybody to the first episode of Crown Conversation, the podcast. I'm your host, AJ. And I'm Jenna. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all. I I won't speak for Jenna, but right now I'm just very, very nervous. So please excuse us. This is our first episode. Just bear with us. We're going to try and make it as entertaining and best as possible. So how was your weekend? My weekend was wonderful. How was yours? My weekend was lit, actually. Yeah, I saw. Everybody saw. I saw. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody saw that my show. Yeah, you look a little frazzled right now. You look a little tired. This the alcohol worst, got to is, you. This is the worst you probably ever seen. Yeah. In your, Y'all, he in got life. his beard. This really face ain't fluffy, clean. But, oh. <laughs> but no, so speaking of this weekend, and it's going to actually lead into our first topic um, for this podcast, um, I was with my Rattler family this past weekend we had a game night family you know those game nights happen often Very i've often. come to the conclusion that family alumni in atlanta we just we just do stuff like have game nights it's different it's very very different but yeah we're going to talk about the hbcu culture in this um, episode Woo-woo. talk about you know the effects of hbcus the importance of hbcus and why mm. we still feel they are you know very important especially in this day and time so I'll let Jenna start off. Oh, who you going to let me start? I'm, I'm going to let you start, Oh, who you going to let me start? Okay, so uh, historically black college, um, colleges and universities, the, yes. the impact and the experience alone is felt globally, but right? No, I went, so, I, I said, wait, uh, let me get right. I didn't interrupt you. <laughs> I did not interrupt this savvy little introduction. So, however, like, I, you know, he, he segued it over to me, which I appreciate. So, I'm going to just say I didn't have an original plan to attend the HBCU. And I feel like this, um, this is normal. Like, think back on it. When you were a senior in high school, you, I mean, some people were just like, yeah, I'm about to go to the HBCU. But that wasn't me. Okay. I, um... I had a list of schools I wanted to attend, and I I did have like three HBCUs, but I didn't know what an HBCU was, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. So, yeah, my original plans were not to attend the HBCU, and it wasn't because I was like, okay, well, I don't know what it is, so I don't want to go to one. It was simply because I had been going to a ninety five percent black high school, ninety five percent black middle school. You know, I ended up transferring to a 95% black elementary school. So it was like, do I want a new vibe? Mm-hmm. So I applied to it. It's going to be crazy the two schools I applied to. Don't oh laugh God. either. <laughs> <laughs> I applied to Clemson University okay. and the University of Tennessee. And you applied to those two. Like, why? Like, what drew you to those two? It was just I wanted to get out of Atlanta, and it was just I wanted to get out of Atlanta. So it was, let me try a P, the two the PWIs. Okay. Plus, everyone around me was going to UGA. Okay. And I, I knew I didn't want to go to a school where everybody around me was going. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be a little open and transparent. I did not get into <laughs> Clemson University or University of Tennessee. Okay. So I said, you know what? I tried it, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with trying, but now I have to understand it ain't for everybody. So um, 
I just applied to Bethune Cookman in Florida A and M University. You applied to Bethune? I did. I did. I I applied to. For why? I because. You know, I I knew Florida would be my next state. Okay. So I said I'm gonna just apply to Bazoo Cookman University, Florida AM University, and Savannah State University. I knew for a fact I was not gonna attend Albany State or Fort Valley State. And okay. it wasn't because those are in rural areas and you know, it's just country. It was because coming from the high school I'm coming from mm-hmm. Everyone was going to Albany State and Fort Valley State University. So mm-hmm. it was going to be like, well, everybody says Albany State University and Fort Valley State University are like the go-tos for the people that are from Atlanta. Okay. So I didn't want another Atlanta experience. Like, get me up out of the state. I don't want to be in my own backyard. But, yep, I got into Bethune-Cookman University. I that's sure not, did. That's not, that's not a shock. You know what? Uh, <laughs> yes, I, I, and I, you know, shot. I remember that. I remember that moment because my mom was coming to get me from high school. We did the carpooling thing, mm-hmm. and she handed me a big envelope, and it said Bethune Cookman University. And I'm like, why is it so big? I'm like, what is this? And, it, and you know, I pulled it out, and it said, <laughs> "Congratulations, Jenna, you've been accepted to Bethune Cookman University." And I felt good. That mm-hmm. was a good feeling to know that my hard work in high school got me into. And then. Shortly afterwards, don't get me wrong, Florida and them did take a little minute. Uh, okay. It took a little minute now, and I got my acceptance from there. And my bro- I had a old- I have an older brother that attended Florida and University. Okay. So he was in the band. Okay. He they was in one hundred. He was in a hundred, honey. Okay. Then. So when I called, so chest. when I you know got accepted, I was like, okay. And I have cousins that went to FAMU, so mm-hmm. I was just like, let me just go ahead and continue this legacy. So I, you know. I threw away the Bethune Cookman offer letter. I'm no shade, no shade to anybody that went to Bethune Cookman. I just threw away the offer letter because I, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh-uh, oh, the shade, <laughs> actually. <laughs> and I was just like, sign me up, mm-hmm. and let's 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 rock it on out. Okay. But College Board was the T too. You remember College Board? I, my yes, story involved my full circle story involves college board. Yeah, you had to use it. I don't even know. Is it still utilized today? I don't know what these new kids I are gotta, using. I got to look. They barely know their ABCs, but okay. Yeah, and they want two thirty shot, but that's neither here nor there. Okay, so my story to an HBCU is unique just like yours. And yeah. the fact that I didn't know that I was going to go to an HBCU. And I, I don't al- think, yeah. And I always say that it's weird and awkward that I didn't know I was going to go to an HBCU because my grandfather and my father went to an HBCU. Mm. They went to University of Maryland Eastern Shore. You know, but so you knew better. I didn't really know better. You know, like, not that I didn't really know better. It's just that it wasn't preached. You know, like, some people who go to HBCU, they have that HBCU pride. Yeah, I get My it. dad is just really, like, nonchalant about everything. As like, long as you go to school. As long as you go to school. Right. It's like everything that he's ever done, he's very nonchalant about it. Like, mm. my, my father's a Sigma. I had no idea my dad was a Sigma until it was almost time for me to get the hell up out of Delaware. I was like, what? <laughs> and then okay. he, then about the whole HBCU thing. So, when I was doing my, you know, scheduling of my campus tours and stuff like that. I'm from Delaware. And so Delaware is predominantly white. The high schools, you know, never knew that they have your specs of black people, (laughs) you know, you know, you have your specs of black people, but you know, the counselors and stuff like that, they're not really preaching. Oh, Florida and them. They're not preaching 
um, Tuskegee and all those other HBCUs that we often hear about. Like, if you're going to go to HBCU, you pretty much have to do your own research, research. on it. The and only one that they did was Delaware State because we're in Delaware. So I, you know, I looked at Delaware State, wasn't really interested because, mm-hmm. like you, I don't want to be, I'm, that's literally an hour yeah. away from home. So, you know, my counselors and stuff, they're talking about, you know, look into Duke, look into um, St. John's, look into NYU. Oh, your GPA was good. Oh, but, uh, the kid's <laughs> oh, smart. No, no, don't, don't get it twisted. Oh, the kid is smart. Duke, honey. The kid is smart. <laughs> now, so we doing the campus tours and stuff like that. And, like, Hampton happened to be on the list. Like, it just so happened because, I, you know, you hear about the Hamptons. You hear about the Howard Universities. Yeah. And, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, we do our tours and all of that, and I settled in on Rutgers, like oh. like Rutgers University in New Jersey. Like mm. it was between there Prestige, and it was between St. John's. Oh, I went to go visit St. John's, didn't like it, and like I actually paid my money to go to <laughs> Rutgers. Like we paid my deposit and everything. That's what hurt. So my people, we went to go meet my my people, my mom and dad and myself. We went to go tour the school. So when we go to tour the school. It just didn't I was like, you. I was like, this is not it. Like, we walked into the calf. Yeah. And, like, people look droopy, like, washed out, sad, tired. depressed. Tired. I was like, nah. I was like. They look tired. I was like, this is not it. Yeah. But speaking of tours, I didn't take a tour of FAMU. I didn't either. But I did the- take a tour. It's crazy because I took, I dragged my mom to uh, to North Carolina okay. to take a tour of North Carolina State University. Okay. And that had to be the weakest tour I ever received. And my older brother was like, Jenna, you not going to North Carolina State University. And I looked at him and I was like, I think me and you can agree. Yeah. So I, it's it's more so of just. All right. Let me get back to my story, though. Oh. About okay. Rutgers. So like me. I said, we did it. I didn't like it. So okay. this is like April. Like April of 2008. Like I'm going to college in August. Crunch time. So I told my my mom was like, nah, like, you don't like it. We got to figure out something. So my aunt worked at FAM at the time in the psychology department, Dr. Brenda Jarma. A lot of people who I know have had her as a professor. So she, you know, was like, well, you know, he wants to do business. I know, you know, FAM has a great business school. Let me see how I can reach to Rep your set. So my mom, (laughs) you know, she came to my dad, me and my dad, and was like, hey, you know, what about, you know, Florida A&M University? You know, your aunt, you know, said that she can help you, you know, blah, blah, blah. So me and my dad look at each other like, he not going down to Florida? Like, Florida was just like, seemed so far to me. And I was like, I'm not feeling it. Like, I don't want to go. But my mom being the mom that she is, she knew that that was the best move for me. So not only the next day did I have papers saying that I was going to be going, you know, filling out papers and signing my life away. She was like, oh, they have a five-year program, so you're going to be there for five years opposed to four, so you can get your master's. I was like, lady, like. Oh, so she set it up for you. I don't want to be there for four years, but you're going to make me go for five? Yes. I was pissed. But I will say that her making that executive decision is one of the best decisions, you know, that could have ever been made for me. And the first time that I ever went to FAM was when I moved in to Palmetto North in August. So I never toured it, never knew what the campus life was like, never saw nobody until I got my black ass there. 
in August. That's what happened to me. Freshman orientation. August 2009. Biggest shock of my life. Biggest. Like, biggest shock and of my life. The craziest part about it is, and everyone should, everyone can relate to this. That last couple, those last two months in your senior year in high school, mm-hmm. and everyone is announcing what schools they're going to. Okay. I didn't announce. I didn't either. I, I, because I, I didn't want to be a part of the hoopla. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't want that whole, I, one, I didn't want everybody in my business. Because at this point, senior high school, you know, you're senior high school, you just ready to graduate and you're just ready to get you like you're tired of mm-hmm. high school period yeah so i didn't i didn't i didn't announce it it wasn't until freshman like that week before august and people were like oh jenny you're going to famu and i said yeah i'm about i'm leaving next week yeah oh sorry and the thing about (laughs) me going to florida like when i got there it was a not only like being around black people didn't intimidate me because i knew a lot of people be like oh i don't want to be around them black people Uh uh-huh that's not that wasn't my thing it was a different culture shock like the music was completely different. Like oh, the vibe God. was completely different. Woo. Like the Woo. people were completely different from like where I'm from. So I was literally down here by myself. Oh honey, I was at home. I was in Florida by by <laughs> myself. Didn't know nobody. Get getting left at parties. Like thinking I'm, you know, I'm kicking it, you know, a crew of people getting left at parties. Like I was in a way. I was like, my I let my, I let my, this is just not going to work. Like, this is not going to work. I'm ready to come home. She was was like, she was like, AJ, she was like, just finish out the semester Mm -mm. and then you can come home. But something happened between (laughs) November and December. And I was like, this shit is Is it. (laughs) Like, you know what it was that really clicked? It wasn't November. It was, it was homecoming. Oh yeah, yeah. I could. Well, you know Sheila. Y'all know I love calling my mom Sheila because she's a character. Sheila called me and was like, "What you doing? Mm-hmm. Freshman week?" Because I guess she was ready for me to come home. Like mm-hmm. I guess she thought I was. No, I'm, I'm good to go. I was. I was literally out having the best time of my life. Now, see, fre- I think that's what messed me up. Yeah, because freshman week, I was still like, you know, my mom, my dad you know, stay with my aunt and stuff. And I still just wanted to be with them. So I didn't have a true freshman week experience where you just get in wild Oh, that's your fault. I'm sorry. Honey, I moved into nah. Wheatley Hall, room 206. Mm-mm. Within three hours, I was out at the Grand Ballroom. I was meeting up. It was a whole crew of, it was like 12 girls. And we all, and I ended up um, just getting acquainted with everybody. Yeah. So I, like, I literally, like, had to find my way. Like, it took me Mm-mm. a long time. Like, the Antonio that people know of now... <laughs> It took not, a minute. It was, took a little minute. Like, I was literally, when I came to college, because I was so involved in high school, I was like, I'm not doing anything in and college. Look how I'm that turned going, out. I'm, look how it turned out. <laughs> involved. Well, it's I can tell you why I got as fuck. It's like, fuck. Because that's how I. You know, I got to keep it clean right now, but I, was, I got involved as fuck. It's for, fuck. For many reasons. Greek, and that's how I remember. Aspirations was the main thing. That's how I remember seeing you. Out. Yeah, I didn't. Did, it did was, you see me on? Did you meet me on the royal court? I didn't meet you necessarily on the royal court. I you saw me? you it's on out. the royal court, and I was just like, okay, well, what the hell is this? Because I didn't know, I didn't know what a royal court exactly. was. So exactly. I was like, okay, so what is this? And then it ended up happening where, what, a year later, mm-hmm. we were in a class together. Yes, and I saw you in front of J School. Yes, journalism building for other people that don't know what J School. And I saw you in front of J School, and I was like, okay, he is a lot. 
I, I, I'm giving you 100% honesty right a now. Lot? Okay. I, you are a lot. Okay. And I was just like, well, who is this character? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who is this character in front of J-School? Because you had like three different people pulling you in three different directions. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, he either, one is involved, because like I said, mm-hmm. I was like, well, he either is involved in a lot of stuff or he just has a lot of friends mm-hmm. and people just don't see him often because mm-hmm. you were literally getting pulled into three different and, directions. And that was the thing. Like, I would li- like people literally hated walking with me on campus. Yeah, because you knew everybody. Stop. So when I saw you, when I saw you in front of J School, I was like, I know, nah, I'm, this is 100% for real. I was like, yeah, I know, I know he knows some shit. <laughs> and I know I need to be friends with him because I know he knows some shit. And, and I, I swear to God, when I saw you in class, I was like, yes. And the kid knows some shit. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to um, Dr. White. Her, uh, was it News Report? News and Reporting too. Uh, I can't tell you the it name was, of that because I was, was just there just to be there. Wow, no respect. You know, I for, just, no respect for journalists, and that's not, why y'all SBI students used to come take J school classes and have no that. respect for the journalists. I have respect for everybody. I'm not one to be like, oh, J school is easy. <laughs> I when I say that, I wasn't really interested in being in class. I was a, the oh, nigga li- trying to be listen, on the set. I, I listen. And then for those who don't know, the set is where everything happened at Fam. Like when it's on like set the, Friday. It's like That's where you need to be. It was a most. big party. All the vendors, all the if you was anybody, you, you was, was on the set on Friday. Friday. Greeks was out there. People IGing. Honey, it, you it, used to put it, on a whole it was fit. Real. It was real. I got a I got a homegirl. It was real. She used to literally we used to put, I my first set Friday and you know people now that now that they know me I I used to wear sweatpants and tank tops around campus. So like how you are now? Like how I am right now okay. is how I was on campus <laughs> and uh, her name is Taylor. Okay. Taylor got me together. <laughs> I ain't never gonna forget it because I I just like being comfortable and one I didn't know what a set Friday was mm-hmm. and so when I really when I went I was just like oh so this is what this is so now you have to put on a whole outfit oh. I don't know if people still doing that now because I just. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll keep it positive. But yeah, that's how that's how we all met, y'all. We met in, in class. Yeah, so that's how we, me and Jenna met in class, and we've been Kicking stuck it. together ever since. Kicking like, it. and we get into some shit. We get <laughs> we get into some things. We get into some things, we get into some things baby. If it, uh, you know what though, Doctor White, when you when oh and um, Doctor White and that it was news reporting right too. Okay. Okay. And you got upset when she gave you a C on something. It was an article you were writing. Mm-hmm. And she gave you that C, and you looked at it and said, I don't understand. I don't understand Cs. <laughs> yeah. I, uh-uh. You were so troubled by it. I was like, oh, he just don't know. I, I was troubled. Like, <laughs> Baby, you get a C in Dr. White class, you got an A. Listen, <laughs> I'm used to get A's and B's over in SBI, and I walk my ass over here to J school, you going to give me a C? J school humbled you guys, and I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Because it y'all, was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I learned a lot. And you know what? I ended up being one of Dr. White's favorites, though. I wasn't. You know. Yeah. And you're a little salty about that, huh? I'm not salty about it at all. It's just, I think it's a respect factor. It's like, uh, you know, I respect her. I do love her because, you know, she she did keep it 100. So, so it was Dr. White and Dr. Grable who were my favorites, honestly. So, so as far as, like, HBCUs go... Do you feel that they're still necessary? Of course. Listen, there are 107 HBCUs. Mm-hmm. 107. I feel like there could be a little bit more, but given the historic value and traditions of it, 
107 is fine. But there are 107. Of course they're needed. Some people don't register in their mind that they are black. Mm-hmm. I hate to be. Keep it real. You Keep know, it a buck. Very, you Keep know, it a buck. You know I'm a good ass. But some people don't register they're black because they don't think they are until they get humbled and attend the HBCU. And it's not even about it's not even about going to an all black institution. It's more so about the family you have when you actually attend one. Mm-hmm. Because we treat almost everything as a family function. I agree. Every HBCU that I every and then you know what? Even people that I know that have went to other HBCUs, they still treated as if they were treated as if they were a family. So we, I mean, you have to understand that when you're coming straight out of high school, you're you you know you're not sucking on your mom's titty no more. Mm -hmm. You're alone. You're independent. You know, if you go to a PWI, you really alone, and you really have to you have to depend on the um. The black student campus stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. What is it yes. called? The black um, student union. Yeah, you have to depend on that, and I love that idea. But you're still at a PWI, so you still have to go under that umbrella. And you know, when you you know come over to HBCU, you it's different cultures. I honestly, my story is I had never known that. Um, I met my first. Behave like West Indian Caribbean people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at Florida, and them. I didn't realize like the wick dregs. Okay. Whoa, because I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what it was because I had never seen it. Because in Atlanta, we don't do the wick dreads. We do dreads. Of mm-hmm. course, you get the little the guys with the dress, but you don't get the ones that look like plants. That look like all you have to do is put some water on it yeah. and they'll grow. Yeah. So I had to understand that. And then, you know, going out to the club, seeing the Haitian flags. I didn't know what that was. Mm-hmm. I had met my first group of Haitian people. Mm-hmm. I, and, I, you know, you. so my my point is when you go to HBCU, you're getting those various cultures. Mm-hmm. And you're getting introduced to those various cultures. Versus you having to um, participate in black student union events in order to get that experience yeah and that's my thing and like i didn't don't want this whole thing to turn into oh um hbcu versus pwi but it it needs to be discussed as far as people having that mentality like oh i don't want to go to an all-black school that's a debate i hate because it's stupid yeah because i always feel like you need to go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. Because these institutions that you are, you know, so proud of, these Dukes, these predominantly white institutions that you are going to, they didn't want your black ass there. <laughs> That's why HBCUs were created, because we were, were not allowed on there. But you are so proud to just be boasting this PWI because it was created by a white person. And, they, and white people, you know, have put it in black people's minds that if it's white, it's right. And then they always, in turn, want to pretty much shit on anything that is black. Now, I will say that, you know, HBCUs do have their hangups. But so do PWIs. But PWIs hangs up is on some different level shit than what oh, ours yeah. is. It's you know what I'm scenes. saying? It's yeah, behind the I scenes. It's but not. I mean, that debate alone, I just don't tolerate because it's your choice. What are you? I, I can't shun you for wanting to do it. But what I can do is tell you the value of HBCU and try to, and you know, be like, okay, well just put one in, just put one HBCU on your list and it, it, whatever you do with it is what you decide to do with it. But and like just you, give me one. And like you said, like there's 107 HBCUs mm-hmm. and 
I always say there's an HBCU for somebody. Yeah. There's an HBCU you just have to do for research. somebody. You just have to do your research, go and visit. Yeah. And to my point, and to your point, like you were saying, as soon as you get to these PWIs, what are you doing? You're, you're going, joining you're a black to, student yeah, union. You're finding your somebody that looks like you. over to the HBCUs trying to get a, a piece of the culture. So you yeah. need to make make up your mind and figure Should've out what made it a is. More solid decision. And so. what I always say is, as far as fam, fam, you, fam, you literally changed my life. And it people is. are like, well, how did it change your life? As Don't far as, worry about it. I, it I, I, I can speak to it. I can speak to it. If I'm gonna talk my shit, I can speak to it. It changed my view, like you said, culturally. Right. It changed. The way that I dress, because people who know if I do that throwback Thursday, uh-uh. either before and after, listen, that, that, uh, 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 that, I was swimming in the that Rockefeller I, outfit. Them, them Rockefeller jeans, baby, throw it away. Is it, what are jeans at? Are they gone? Throwing away. Oh, okay. They were my favorite jeans though. Honey, y'all, he had that Rockefeller. And the, and the funny thing about it is that when I put that shit on, I thought I was the hottest motherfucker around. That is the sad part about it. You had it. some Jabot jeans. Ham, ham, black and red. <laughs> Black and red Jabot jeans. But no, but like I'm saying, like it changed how, how I dressed. Okay. It changed it's like my view of everything. And the thing about floor, about fam you that I just love so much is that we produce greatness. And that's just not me just saying, you know how everybody, you know, right. says, Oh, I love I love my HBCU because it does this, that, and the third. And I'm not knocking no other HBCU because like I said, we are all great in our own way. But when it comes to the facts of the matter. Oh, family, you on the map. We Florida A&M nowhere. University yeah, that sits not... on the highest of Seven Hills of Tallahassee, Florida, is producing Uh-oh. the Will Packers. Baby, that was a commercial. Producing the Rashawn Ali's, that... producing the <laughs> Jenna Thorns, the Antonio Williams, the <laughs> James Blands, the um, the it's the, the CJ Faison, the Shayla, it's. Shayla Span. I mean, when I'm these people that I'm naming, literally, you watch on TV, something is being produced by them. Yeah, CJ and James, they won. Uh, daytime Emmy for their web series Giants. Shayla just won a student Emmy. Like, I don't know no other HBCU that's doing that shit. Like, honestly, I don't. Howard, Howard produces greatness. You know, you got Taraji P. Henson who well, went to Howard. Natural because they have a good um, performing art. Diddy, Diddy went to Howard. Diddy went to Howard. Oh, I thought he just received like one of those. No, no, degrees. he actually went. Oh, he went to Howard. So he, but I just say that just, just, just. For people who are listening, who are maybe even having that battle, trying to decide between a PWI and an HBCU, just look, do the research, look at the numbers. Hello. And the thing about me, when I talk my shit, I'm not just talking just to talk. I'm talking from straight facts, period. Like, look up the numbers, look at what we do, and how we do it. And it doesn't compare to anybody else. Mm-mm. Not at all. Mm-mm. Well, to piggyback off of... Um, the influence. Mm-hmm. Family, you changed me also. Mm-hmm. How? I did. I just, I, you know, I, that's touchy. Speak. That's touchy. You know, we keep it real. I raw feel here. like, Speak man, on it. I feel like going off to college alone. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any friends or family in Tallahassee. Okay. So I ended up, um, even with some, some of the, my best friends that I have today are mm-hmm. the reason Family was the reason. Mm-hmm. Come on. Um, and it's crazy because they're my best friends now, and we one we went to the same high school. Mm-hmm. We just we just didn't hang together in high school. That's crazy. We didn't hang together at that's all. Wow. Okay. And now it's just like that's my girl. Like mm-hmm. we did, and then another she went to a rival high school. Mm-hmm. That's my girl. So mm-hmm. it's just like. You know, we came together. Atlanta was our commonality, and it's 
you know, we done moved back to Atlanta and, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, we still kicking it. And it, I mean, that was one you, 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 you create friends and memories with people that you would have never thought mm-hmm. you were going to cross paths yep. with ever in life. And I still have friends now. And I'm just like, well, damn, like when did I become your friend? Because, think i would have ever talked to somebody like you and, and you know the way i dress mm-hmm. face is modeling troop i definitely uh-uh, Antonio, don't make that face honey because <laughs> i <laughs> i was a part of <laughs> i got i got talked no but wait i got talked into doing it other than that i was not going to be in no modeling troop because i didn't even know what a modeling troop was and then when i went to that first that first week the interest week and mm-hmm. all that, you know, learning all the tricks of the trade and understanding, uh-uh, I don't like this face you making because <laughs> just because you ain't try out for no model of truth. No me. No. Let, Let me finish my let's story be, because be anyway, anyway, y'all, so I joined a modeling troupe and I was, you know, of course, influenced to always look the part. But what I was not going to do was wear heels around them seven heels on that campus. So that's that was a no, no for me. And just and just meeting people and talking to people, because if you know me, you know, I've never met a stranger. I talked to literally everybody. Now, are we friends we at the end of the day? No, we're not. But I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to everybody and even, you know, the people that are from Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. I did not realize that because family was such a big thing in Tallahassee, which is true, people that don't go there that are from there were hanging around campus. And I met people and I and I remember meeting a guy freshman year. He hanging out on campus and I'm like, Well, do you go here? And he was just like, No, nah, I'm just from here. I said, So you just come to the so you just come to the set and hang out. And he was just like, yeah. And after that, I understood that it's such an open campus and you can just meet so many different people. So I even hung out with people that were from Tallahassee and I still hang out with people that, you know, I'm still friends with the people that are from there. So it changed me in a ways of just being open-minded to your mm-hmm. surroundings and just, you know, noticing that, definitely say being more open-minded like as far as for me like like some of the slang i picked up man some of the you know ways that people dress down in florida i I just i just love florida like florida is literally like my second home it's like a it's like a it's like a a yeah home away from home and like you said like i have friends that i got at famu and have memories for a lifetime and i'm closer to them than some of my family members yeah I'm, I'm definitely agreeing with you on that one. Went to some of my family members and share things with them that I wouldn't even, you know, share a soul. Sh- you know, share Absolutely. with my family members. Like that time you was at the sip clinking uh, champagne bottles and standing on tables. But we're not going to talk about that. That's another. That's another. <laughs> that's, that's another episode. <laughs> that is another episode for You were there. Day. You were there. Honey, that was my favorite party. The sip. Shout out to Alpha Phi Omega. Uh, okay. Can, Shout out to Alpha Phi Omega. Because that was a good party. I walked out of that party with the catering tray, and it had ham and cheese on it. Let me tell you something. And I was walking out asking people if they wanted ham and cheese. Now, I don't know what ham and cheese was going to do to people that was drunk and sipping on champagne, but. (laughs) I just, let me tell you that night, I got to. Yeah, so, I mean, the impact of going to HBCU is definitely impactful. It's definitely, and I, you know, can't preach it enough. Like, you know, I have my little niece, Jaden. Yeah. She's 14. She's going into high school this year. 
So I am really trying to preach the HBCU. Antonio, are you culture. trying to preach the HBCU? Are you telling her that's what she gonna do? Because you nah, have a nah. you have a tendency to don't, tell. Don't to, do that. No, I'm gonna sit here and do that because you have a tendency of telling people what they gonna do. Because I only do that when I know it's the best. Like. My but, niece needs, but she needs to go to an HBCU. Okay, but she needs to grow into it. You can't say, you can't, and I know how your text messages go. So you probably like, like okay, you need to go, and this is what you yeah. need to do, and this is how you need to do it. She should. Okay, but you. I, I'm, I don't force any, I don't force anything on anybody. Y'all. I don't force anything on anybody. Okay, okay, you you rolling your eyes. I'm going to ask you this one question, and we're going to continue since you want to show out on the air. I ain't showing out. Anything that, that I have ever told you to do. Specifically, baby, you can't tell me what to do. You can suggest. And, 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 well, anything that I have suggested. Oh, to you, okay, thank you. Anything I have suggested to you and that you've done has it not turned out to be fruitful for you? I don't know. <laughs> I am about to cuss you out. Like, you know what? Yeah, you know what? You do look out for people' well being, so I, I I do understand that. But it's a, sometimes that verbiage and that vocabulary of yours, you get a little out of hand. Okay, you got you got to simmer it down. Don't okay. I tell you to simmer it down? I don't recall. Oh, oh, I can recall. <laughs> <laughs> but like I was saying, back to my niece, I want her to go to an HBCU. Well, I wanted my nieces to go. They didn't go. Well, my, my baby's 14. So that's what I'm saying. We, we, we going to put the work in now. And I'm, you know, I try to, like, I know with some kids you can't, I know with kids or people, period, you can't force things onto them. Because sometimes when you force feed things, it yeah, makes they, them they shy go, away from it. They do the opposite. It does the opposite. So I know with her, I just try to expose her to like bits and pieces here and there, see where her mind is at, ask her questions, see what she want to do, see what she's trying to do. But at the end of the day, I'm going to be heartbroken if my baby don't go to an HBCU and I'm going to be even more heartbroken. I want her to go to FAMU so bad. My ba- She's a FAMU girl. Like, I, I see it in her. Oh, you see it in her? I see it. <laughs> I see. So you don't I see, see no other HBCU. It's not that there's no other HBCU, but considering what she wants to do and knowing what I know about FAMU, yeah, can, why not? Why not too. go to the best and mm-hmm. be the best? Yeah. And look, like I'm not trying to, be, like you have a great example and a model of. She's been around my friends. She sees my friends. Right. She sees her uncle, and what FAMU can produce and what it can do for you. So I just, okay, so you just want to go to HBCU, period. helped me have the confidence to do this. Oh, you ain't had no confidence. I had confidence, but as far as me knowing that I can do anything that I put my mind to, like. The the network alone is just amazing. But I feel like that's across any HBCU. I feel like that's what they pride themselves on, networking. And just the alumni. Yes. So, I mean, they preach it to us from the day one. Like and, network, they, and they always check us. Off. They always check uh-huh. us. They always say it's not what you know, it's not who you know, but who knows you. Yeah. So, and that's some real ass shit. And I remember one time sitting in the SBI forum. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I did it, but I, maybe because I was being nosy. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was very informative. You guys were on the head about a lot of the information you guys <laughs> Oh. Woo. Yeah, like no, the form, forms were very informative. I just know y'all used to be hot in them skirt suits Had to, and them suits. Imagine Ooh, walking Lord. from Ooh. Lee Hall to Palmetto North in a box suit. That's your fault for wanting to stay in Palmetto North. I, I love Palmetto North. That's your North. fault. You know, dorm life at HBCUs is, is where you meet all the people that you want to meet. I had never ate so many pasta sides a day in my life. Because, baby, all you need is some milk and some what water, I think. 
pesticides. First of all, fix that tone about them pesticides. Yes, pesticides. I didn't eat ramen noodles. My freshman, my indoor. In no. What are pesticides? It's the little pot. Come on, Antonio. The, 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 I don't even know how to describe them. Because it's some bullshit. No, it's not. Run, it's, me, my, it's run like, me my ramen and we good. It's me the little. It's the little. One thing about going to HBCU, your diet is going to be awful. Tr- it's the um. Yeah. The pasta size are the little thing. Kind they come people. in like a little packet. Okay. And you put it okay. in. You, it's like, I got you. It's like making you. the noodles. I it's like you. making noodles, but with, you can microwave it. So yeah. you put it in, you got the little packet. My favorite kind, if anybody want to get me some pasta size, my favorite kind is the fettuccine Alfredo. So you <laughs> you get your milk, you pour it into the uh, a little bowl, and you put the water, and you microwave it, and you have a meal. Well, okay. I just didn't eat ramen noodles. And that's your problem. Too. No, that, that's not my problem. But but you had an oven in North Palmetto, right? In Palmetto North, yeah, right? Had, okay, so I didn't I didn't have that We luxury. had an oven. We used to, me, shout out to Jerome. Shout out to my roommate, Jerome. And I know Jenna looking at me because I just lit up. Shout out to Jerome. <laughs> because that was like, my, he, we still, t- like I said, we still tight. We still talk Romy to this Rome. day. Romy Rome. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like we still tight to this day. And I laugh because we have so many memories together, like, we used to steal some of our roommates' food when we didn't have any. Yeah, that's what happened. We used to literally, we almost got kidnapped one time walking to Checkers in the middle of the night. Oh, I used to love that. And that to nigga checkers. left me and ran. Like, you sang both. Like, I was like, oh my God, I'm about to get kidnapped. That Checkers behind Foothill here, I called my mom one time and said, we walking to Checkers. And she literally was just like, y'all can't catch a taxi? Like, y'all don't have nobody to take? I'm like, Ma, <laughs> it's literally down the hill. Well, I don't see why y'all need to walk the checkers. Like, it's the, did you eat today? I'm like, I'm hungry. We walking the checkers. So, but that stealing food that happened to me. Yeah, yeah, that yeah it's real out here. Yeah, because baby Sheila used to keep me laced with the care packages. It's a dog I'm talking eat about dog world, y'all. I'm talking about like every well every month because she used to send so much stuff, and I'm like, mm-hmm. well, why are you sending me all this stuff? I'm okay, like, but. Shout out to Evan Miles, who is still my girl to this day. Hey, Evan. That little heifer walked into Evan. my room and took, man, Antonio. She took my, re- I had the little, I had the, you know, the mini cup Reese's. I mm-hmm. had a big bag. I mean, I had just got it, too. So I'm like, yeah, I got my chocolate. I got, I walked into my room one day. And I'm like, where are my, where are my Reese's? Like, where are they? Mm-hmm. Go up to her room, and I'm just going up to her room because this is my normal daily routine. Sisters is enjoying my Reese's. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so, considering the fact you you just have to you gotta you gotta get it how you live. Like it's even to the point where sometimes people would be like they would have something that you wanted. Y'all did a barter trade. It's kind of like being in jail, but you're not in jail. But you're not in jail. Yeah, like you're free to roam around. Like if you if a, if somebody got something I want, be like, hey, listen, check this out. I got. Blah blah blah. What we gonna do? And y'all make it work. So, but what I didn't like was sharing those bathrooms. I couldn't do it. That, you that's clown, why you. That's why you lived in North Palmetto North. That's why I picked Palmetto North. I was not about to get into a every HBCU situation. the shared community bathroom situation. And ever since we're talking about HBCUs and just the just the experience as a as a woman as a female sharing a bathroom had to be the most 
upsetting experience for me because you do not realize how nasty y'all are, how disgusting some women are, and you do not realize how uncomfortable it can be to walk into a bathroom and have to question if these helpers was raised correctly. Because the and the reason why I say nasty because I used to live in like literally when I say live, I didn't physically live in McGuinn and Diamond, but I literally used to be there. Yeah, you used to visit. My yeah, friend Tyler, my are... friend Tyler and them, they were um part of the madhouse. Oh my God. So I sat in one of um their little residential housing meetings and Miss Lewis That was the first thing they talked about. Miss Lewis was talking about why are there sanitary pads and tampons in the middle of the shower and shit flung in the in the trash bag? Yeah. What are y'all doing? It's it was an, it's an experience. That's a mess. Like if you can get through living in a dorm room for a you year can make it in, a fe- anywhere. in a female dorm room, you can literally live with anybody. That's a mess. Because I ain't playing them types of games. I used to have my Clorox spray, mm-hmm. my shower shoes. I used to have my little shower tote, mm-hmm. and I had a a, a scrub brush. Mm-hmm. And I would spray my Clorox, mm-hmm. let it sit, go do something like put, you know, get my sh- I would get my shower prepared every night. So a shower would literally be forty five minutes to an hour because you gotta let the you gotta let the you gotta marinate. The, sometimes I would get comment like it's not even a joke, and I would scrub mm-hmm. and let that hot water steam it out. Now the thing about it, like I. Like with Jerome, even though Jerome was my, he was in my room, but we had two other guys yeah. who lived with us. That's but fun. we didn't really have any dirty situation. Like everybody was and that's clean. A blessing. It was a blessing. Cause I would have died. Like w- when I first got to Palmetto North, like my mom and dad commend me to this day for staying there. Cause my mama didn't want me staying there. She was like, oh, we, we got to find my baby no, an apartment yeah, to live in. No mama gonna want you staying there. We had frogs. Jumping on our fucking walls and literally at nights have to sleep with the covers over here because there were frogs on the wall. Yeah. But how long did it take them to get the frogs away from the wall? It took a minute? No, it didn't take that long. But I say that. And even though we talk about all these experiences and all of that, like, you know, like the nasty bathrooms and <laughs> all that stuff, I still wouldn't trade my experience oh, for the no. world because it built character. Most definitely did. I can manage in any situation. I can hustle my way into any situation. I can manage any living situation. Any living situation. Yeah, most definitely. If you can deal with frogs jumping on you in your sleep. And if you can deal with nasty sanitary napkins. You can do it living, anywhere. You can do it anything. And that's crazy that we just. <laughs> but you can really you, deal you can, with it. Really. So. Before we close. What's one thing. From the HBCU experience. That you, I guess, carry with you, like throughout life, or one thing that the HBCU experience taught you. Let's cue in some Jeffrey music. Um, not to give up. Mm-hmm. And I say that because I my my experience, you know, uh as far as education-wise, got rough. It got a little rough for me. I actually had a um, – she was an assistant dean mm-hmm. tell me to switch majors. Because your academic situation was that bad? It wasn't even that it was that bad. She just ain't had no hope in me. Like, she didn't have any type of, like – she she kind of looked at me in the office and was like, why are you here? Mm-hmm. So that told me – because I was tempted to come back home. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? If I can't get through, if I can't get through it here, I might as well just go home and try another route. 
So when she sat in that office and kind of looked at me, and you can always tell somebody's tone and their voice, it's kind of like, why are you here? Yeah. If you can't. Because it's not that I didn't have the GPA. Mm-hmm. You know, she just, she kind of was just like, okay. so And I wasn't a favorite. See, in J school, and all my J school people going to understand, they have favorites. So I wasn't one of her favorites. Because I wasn't in her face every day. So when I came to her and had a conversation with her, she was like, yeah, you need to either switch your major or go home. Mm-hmm. So that told me I'm not, about, I'm not about to have somebody tell pretty much map out my destiny and what I need and how I'm, how I'm going to – what's going to happen to me in the future just because I don't come in here and talk to you every day. Mm-hmm. One, I can't go in there and talk to you every day because I don't feel like I needed to. Mm-hmm. So – because I didn't have that relationship with her, that's how she presented the idea of, you know, you need to switch your major to English. Mm-hmm. I'm not English. Like, what? Excuse me? Like, I can't. Well, I mean, what else you going to do? So I went home, thought about it, and I wasn't going to let somebody, like I said, tell me that I don't have it. Mm-hmm. So my overall experience was just like, you can't tell me shit. I feel you. And it and and to this day, like I'm still on that. Like you can't tell me shit. Like I'm gonna make it happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm gonna make it happen, but I'm gonna make it happen. So sorry. <laughs> so that's exactly what um what it was. You can't tell me I can't make something happen. And to this day, I'm gonna make it happen, baby. I'm going to make it happen, Captain. So, for me, the one thing that I, my thing that I take away from my HBCU ex- experience is pretty much like Jenna's, that like I can do anything. Uh-huh. And the word no, yeah. to me, does not exist. Like, if somebody tells me no, I'm you, might, you might as well cuss me out. Yeah. Like, don't tell me no, because I know it can be done. I can do anything that I put my mind to, and I'm going to make it happen. It got to a point where I didn't even tell my mom a lot of stuff that I was going through because I know she was going to like try to whisk her way down to Tallahassee mm-hmm. and try to solve it for me. I was working two jobs mm-hmm. and trying to be a full-time student. That's, can you that's, imagine? That's wild. So, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just like, okay, well, that's what I mean by I can do it. And it took me six years. I, and I, People always try to... They got a little, yeah, they trying to make, oh, it took oh, you six years got, to get out of issue. I got my did. degree in four years. Ish. At the end of the day, I got my degree. Hello. My shit is signed by the president, and so was yours. Uh, same thing. It took me, and my family calls me a professional student. And that's fine, but you got your degree. That's all right, because I can slap their ass in the face with it if I wanted to. Bop, bop. So, you can't tell me. <laughs> you can't tell me at this point. Like, I mean, I know it's going to sound like I'm being, like, you know, condescending or uppity, but I, I literally worked my ass off mm-hmm. at Zaxby's and Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Best Buy. Like, I worked everywhere. That's, that's, Jen, Jen that's commendable. Keep, Jenna keeps a job. If you don't know nothing else about Jenna Thorne, she keeps a job. Because I don't like to depend on people. So when I, you know, at that, that experience allowed me at the HBCU to understand that with, the, with every struggle comes a, a happy ending. So yep. I'm good to go. And I just feel like now with like people like Beyonce 
you know, really speaking to HBCU, saying, you know, that she wanted to go to HBCU. You got CP3 rocking the fam. You ho- I mean, the the sweatshirt you saw I here. I want one of those. Shout out to Mike Wood. Another fan you win that inspired apparel. That's my dog. That's that's my nigga. He don't roll your eyes because I didn't you roll know. My eyes. That face you made because you I know didn't make a fa- See, you, ma- wow. you, you mad because shut me up. and Mike came in and shut the shit down at J school in your class, and you know me and Mike was tight. Correct, but shout out to Inspired Apparel. Yeah. Shout out to Inspired Apparel. Because if um the, like I said, the Florida A and M University yeah. sweatshirt that CP3 rocked, he's making it. And I don't care what nobody say. That was it. a. FAMU jersey Drake had on in the video. Oh, niggas was so mad about Ooh, that. Oh, that was our jersey. And to speak on that, it might not have been our jersey, but the um, principal of that school, guess what he was? It was our jersey. He was a rapper. It was ours. It was inspired. It was ours, period. But so <laughs> before we end this episode, I do want to take this opportunity to thank a few people. Oh, we thank a people. Okay. I'm going okay, to okay, thank okay, a few okay, people. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm going to thank, of course, you know, I'm going to start by thanking God. Amen. Thank God just for giving me the. I feel like I need to cue in some like. No, nah, it ain't going to be. No, nah, this is just real. So thank God for just giving me like the mind and the creative, creative ability to have vision and see how to maneuver in this entertainment mm-hmm. realm mm-hmm. and knowing, you know, if you can't get in one way, there's another way that you can get into it. I want to thank my mom, Step. my dad, senior, bald-headed ass. <laughs> Everybody laughs when I say that. But I have so many names for my dad. It's hilarious. But thank him. Of course, my sister. Just thank my family, period, for always being a um, being supportive of whatever it is that I want to do, no matter how crazy or how outlandish it sounds. They always support me. Um, shout out to the Liddy Committee because – they always support us. And, and we'll, they don't understand that. And we'll be supporting us. And have no option. But a lot of people don't even understand how they've inspired us to do this. Yep. And yeah. then also want to thank Kayla, Lopes, and Julia. Hey, y'all. From Back Talk Podcast. Back Talk. Because they allowed me to get my feet wet on one of their episodes last August. And you did a great job. Thank you. And that was a thing I'm up next. That, re- that really pushed me. I'm really coming, y'all. Don't worry it. about it. I'll be in Tampa. So <laughs> thank you to y'all. Um, you know, just for giving me the opportunity to be on there. I want to thank Jabari. Yes. He Great did goodness. a dope ass job on that video. That that man there. That, and you that, know what? I said in cl- I've sat in classes with Jabari. He's very. They try to give up on my dog. My dog said, "No, I'm saying I'm straight." And if y'all need some a video directed, Best some behind one. the scenes footage, hello, hit up Jabari Payne. Jabari also, Payne. he did our website. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jabari for the website. Shout out to Daniel Riley for doing our graphics. Yes. And but all this to be a, you know. And shout out to the family Rattlers. Period. And all HBCU. And, and I just want to thank everybody. And I don't feel like I'm forgetting anybody. But I just want to say thank you to anybody who has suggested. I, oh, there's so many people who have been in my DM just from my videos from Instagram. Like they were like, "Yo, you need to start a podcast. You need to start a podcast." So what? thank you to y'all yes. for you know just giving me that reinforcement because I oh I was telling Jenna like no matter what if there's something big that I'm supposed to do or something I'm supposed to pursue, it always happens. It comes, like, in, yeah. it comes in threes it comes or more. In threes. So just think, just 
thankful to everybody, thankful to everybody who's listening, who's sharing, you know, the podcast, sharing, sharing the video. Um, just thankful to everybody. You have anybody you want to thank? First of all, I feel like you need to be thanking me for participating. I'm just joking. I couldn't <laughs> even get the words out. I'm like, what? Anywho, um, of course I want to thank some people. Of course, I want to thank you for involving me in this situation because I'm not shy to a microphone. Mm-hmm. I did my stint with uh, the radio station. Mm-hmm. Um, at Florida and University, it wasn't a long stint, but you know, I, I was there. <laughs> um, I want to thank uh, who? Just my friends off rip. Um, mm-hmm. the ones who that have told me that I that I need to get back on a microphone. So shout out to the gals, the gal pals. Uh, my mom, of course, for giving me this wonderful personality this wonderful character honey so shout out to sheila Um, i might have her on the show i might actually bring her in but i would have to tell her that we got to keep this down to a minimum honey because she get the talking (laughs) miss sheila um i want to thank just the people that are that are down to support me for pretty much all the wild ideas that i have and in due time I just want to also thank my institution, Florida a University, for just um, introducing me to the idea of being on a podcast. And, of course, not only my good Christ, Lord, and Savior, my homeboy, Jesus. You know what? This is how I know it's time to cut the show because you are showing out. What? See, that's what I'm saying. Jesus is my homeboy. I talk to him every day. Did we all just want to make sure that we thank everybody? I wonder about getting in their feelings. Well, that's not that's not my fault. Okay. Hard ain't nobody finna go through no whole list. No, of I know we're not finna go through all these people. We, I just want to make sure you know. Oh, you didn't shout me out because you know I get the third degree. You might not get the third. They degree. They know not to give me a third degree because it, when it shit is go, what but it but is. But when shit go down, when shit go left, guess who? Guess who do get the third degree? Thank me. y'all so much. Period. Dot dot dot. Thank y'all and. Hope you guys That's enjoy, it. Hope you guys enjoyed our first episode. Stay tuned next week for episode two. And make sure y'all follow our page. Follow our page. Follow our Instagram. Follow our Twitters. Um, the all- podcast. Don't don't come personal because I, I don't accept people on Instagram. Oh, but I do. I so don't. if y'all want to, y'all have to send me. A, y'all have to send me a DM and be like, "Can you accept me?" Because I don't do it. <laughs> if y'all want to follow me on my personal page, it's a dot j a y dot williams and during the summertime it's king daddy lonely i can't do that no more oh i can't do it no more because of branding purposes oh but yeah i was originally king daddy lonely whatever anyway if you guys want to follow me feel free to follow me at miss jenna juice sipping on jenna juice lay back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind (laughs) (laughs) but miss jenna juice m-s-j-e-n-n-j-u-i-c-e-e All right, y'all. Bye.